tropical soil is known to harbor quite a number of pathogenic fungi. But recently we have an increase in the reservoir of fungi species, for example, in microplastics. Because then you have, if you have an exposure to these enriched microplastics in an immunorepressed person, it can lead to an outbreak of a disease. Plastic waste is everywhere, and its environmental impact is clear to see. But how is it linked to Africa's rising tide of fungal diseases? Welcome back to Africa Science Focus. I'm your host, Michael Kaloki. This week, we investigate how tiny plastic pieces, known as microplastics, are contributing to an increase in potentially fatal diseases caused by fungi. First, our reporter, Dan Okoth, took to the streets and waterways of Nairobi to see the scale of the plastics problem there. Well, we are standing here next to the Ngong River in the eastern part of Nairobi. Uh, this river, some decades back, the waters were very clean and safe and women came to draw its waters for their domestic use. But right now, it's a flowing mass of sludge and debris. Much of the debris are plastics, some of which have been burned by the government. It comes from uh, systematic dumping in the river by individual and companies upstream. I'm standing here with uh, one of the residents. Well, 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 thank you, mister. I'm Cheng George. I'm one of the residents uh, staying around along the river. Ten years back, this river was so clean. Even our children around used to swim around, do fetch some um, uh, fish, and even our mothers around, they used this water to clean their clothes. So but how much plastic is there close by? My friends, even as per now, we are with you here. You can see so many plastics. So many. Each and every place is full of plastic. Some are black, some are red, some are green. Each and every color. When you wake up in the morning, you can see plastic. Have you heard of microplastics? Uh, well, uh, I'm not aware of it, but I have to cogitate about it later so that we can talk. Do you know that uh, some of these plastics are responsible for harboring some of uh, fungi that cause uh, diseases in humans and animals? Of course, yes. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, I am in the kiosk of uh, uh, one lady. Of course, the kiosk is very clean from the inside, but outside you can see everywhere plastic is strewn in the, in the, on the roads, in the trenches, and uh, across the fences. Uh, plastics everywhere, which is a big statement about the plastic problem in Kenya. My name is Jane Kanini Onyango. Yes, Jane, where do you think plastics come from? Plastic waste comes from everywhere, from homes and industries. Why do you think uh, there is so much plastic around? I think there is so much plastic because these days nearly everything is packaged in plastic. At some point, industry decided that the best way to cut costs was to cut out the use of tin and carton packaging. On the other hand, plastic is cheaper and some of it can be recycled. The problem, however, has been lack of proper disposal of plastic, with plastics now being thrown all over the place. Where do you think 
microplastics come from? I'm not very sure, but I think microplastics comes from plastic itself. Do you know plastics are responsible for fungal infections in humans and animals? I know plastic are a big environmental problem, like the clogged drainage and pollute water sources, and even poisons the soil, but I have never known the link between fungal infections and plastic waste. Scientists have found that microplastics can provide an ideal surface for some fungi to grow and reproduce. And this could be one of the reasons for the rising incidence of fungal infections worldwide. Tonjok Rosemary Kinge is Associate Professor of Mycology at the University of Bamenda in Cameroon. Dan began by asking her if these infections really are on the rise in sub-Saharan Africa. Yes, I think fungal infections are increasing in sub-Saharan Africa and with Cameroon inclusive. And to me, I think they are on the rise because, you know, before we only we knew that uh, the sources of fungi species are soy, airborne. But recently, we have an increase in the reservoir of fungi species, for example, in microplastics. So the deposition of micro of plastics in different parts of Africa indiscriminately, and especially those which are not biodegradable, is a problem and it's causing the increase. So uh, how is this increase? Uh, could you just give us a few numbers, perhaps? The increase, uh, it, it, it could be like in a thousand or a million, the number of fungi species on Earth. We don't actually know the current number, but the increase, it could be like in percentage, I would say maybe about 70% increase of the fungi infection. And it has impact because it has resulted in increased risks of fungi disease in humans and animals because there's increase in the pathogen load, which results in new infection because you also have different routes of infection. A recent study published in the journal Nature Scientific Reports found that a number of fungal species accumulate on microplastic particles in the soil. The fungi identified on samples in western Kenya, cause medical problems such as swelling in the lungs, coughing and wheezing. Dan spoke to two of the researchers, Gerasimos Gutelis and Melanie Paulman. I will, uh, I will ask a few questions. Just, just a brief overview of the study and uh, the findings. Uh, yes, of course, uh, we would be. It's a pleasure to do so. Thank you, Dan, for having us uh, talk about our recent study. And yes. as you already know, it was based in Siaya, within the city limits of Siaya, where we sampled different sites, five different sites. Uh, we sampled soil. And yeah, we intended to analyze the fungal communities living on plastics from these soils. That's why we subsampled the soil in order to differentiate between the communities that colonize the microplastics and those that live in the soil compartment we found that microplastics is colonized by a diversity of fungal organisms across all sites and across all samples. So we could prove that they really form biofilms on these microplastics from the soils and they grow on the microplastics and they also reproduce there 
um, we found out that the communities on the plastic is less species rich, less diverse than in the surrounding bulk soil, which means that they are selective. The microplastic as a microhabitat is selective and only certain fungal groups can, can really colonize the surface, can really live on plastics. So they were significantly different between soil, surrounding bed substrate, and the plastic, which is the anthropogenic pollutant. Oh, thank you. Uh, and uh, why do you suspect that uh, microplastics are responsible for an increase in fungal infections? Mm. I mean, um, due to the fact that infections with fungi happen with, when there is a lot of exposition to them if um, there's really a lot uh, that can be inoculated like for example when someone uh, comes in contact with contaminated soil or other material also garbage infection is more uh, probable to happen and given that now plastics and anthropogenic pollutants something that has not been there before it's artificial is now also a habitat a ecological niche that supports these pathogens there are more opportunities there are more surfaces where these um, pathogens can be found which have a different dynamic than the soil for example if you consider a small piece of microplastic that contains a diversity of fungal pathogens that live closely together attached on the surface these microplastic must be considered a multi-pathogen inoculum, which, if it comes in contact with human, might also uh, transmit or yeah, inoculate a higher concentration of fungal pathogens than a soil particle would do. Um, I would have maybe additional point to add. Most microplastics are transported also um, via atmospheric processes. So as soon as the fungi leave the soil and attach to the microplastics, you will have also this transport issue that is not yet well studied and understood, but we know that even to remote areas in the world, we can find microplastics. I think this is also something that is making researchers a bit, you know, aware and skeptic that if we have this leak into the environment, that we cannot stop it and that it will just go its own circles, like it already does. One of the lung diseases identified in this study, known as chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, led to 3.23 million deaths globally in 2019, according to the World Health Organization. Most of these were in low- and middle-income countries. Dan spoke to Rosemary about how Africa is coping with these kind of infections. And fungal grain and multiplying in, in this microplastic can be inhaled by humans, can be taken by humans through the food chain or through water bodies connecting to water sources. And from these water sources, maybe through bathing, through drinking, it will result to fungal infection. As you know, fungal infection can affect the skin, can infect the nails, and you also have internal fungal infection. It could pass through the water chain to humans. It causes a strain on the healthcare system in sub-Saharan Africa because most of the healthcare system don't have appropriate diagnostic tools to detect fungi infection. Even the treatment for fungi infection is limited 
So what are some of the steps being taken to address this problem, the rise in fungal infections in sub-Saharan Africa? I think the, some of the steps being taken recently, uh, the first is educating the community about fungal diseases. That is informing them about the sources, their sources, where they come from, their mode of transmission and the preventive measure. This is an important first step that will help to reduce the death rate and will reduce the rise in, in fungi infection. Also, there should be plastic ban, a rule being set to ban plastics, especially those which are not biodegradable. So there should be a ban on it. I think if these measures are put into place, it will go a long way in curbing the spread of uh, or the increased risk of fungi infection in Africa. What about research? What, 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 what role does research play in, uh, in addressing uh, the situation in Sub-Saharan Africa? Yeah, that is a very important point, Dan. But I would say research is very limited when it concerns uh, 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 looking at fungi in mycology, in the area of mycology, and this particular increase in fungi infection, there's limited research. So there should be research funding and grants should be allocated to research in this nature to detect the spread of fungi infection, to look at the epidemiology, the ecology of this fungi in microplastics that are causing a lot of uh, increased rise in fungi diseases in sub-Saharan Africa. That was Tonjok Rosemary Kinge ending this report on the link between microplastics and the rise in fungal diseases. This is the last episode of our first season, a year on from the start of Africa Science Focus. But don't head off just yet. We'll be back next week with the start of season two. You can also catch up on the shows you missed. Just look for us on your favorite podcast app. And don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. Today's program was produced by Harrison Lewis and edited by Ruth Douglas, with reporting from Dan Okoth. Africa Science Focus is produced by SciDevNet and distributed in association with your local radio station. I'm Michael Kaloki. See you again next week. This program was funded by the European Journalism Centre through the European Development Journalism Grant Programme with support from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation.